Welcome to the Purposeful Parenting Podcast. I'm Harriet Rowe, wife and mother of four adult children, three girls and one boy, all graduates of the United States Military Academy at West Point. Grab a cup of tea or coffee, get cozy, and take in your weekly dose of Purposeful Parenting. Here we go. Welcome to another episode of Purposeful Parenting. This week, we're going to talk about listening to your child, the art of listening to your child. Now, what do you think about when you think or hear the words, the art of listening? And who do you think about? Do you think about your job, maybe your boss and how he or she communicates or talks to you or doesn't listen to you? or your friends, or maybe you think about how you listen to your friends, your co-workers. And then what about your spouse? Do you think about how you listen or don't listen to your spouse? But let me ask you this. Do you ever think about your child and how you listen or don't listen to your child? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. The art of listening to your child. We're going to take a look at what active listening is. We'll also look at why active listening is important and how to actively listen to your child. In other words, the art of listening to your child is active listening. Let me ask you something. What do you think about when you are listening to someone? Do you think about the person looking you in the eyes? How do you feel when they're not listening to you? Or better yet, how do you feel when you know that person is listening to you? And just why is listening important? And what do you think is the correct way to listen? What do you think about active listening and how to go about active listening. We all know someone that we consider a poor listener. You know that person that before you finish the sentence, he or she jumps into uh, to say something. It's almost like they want to say it before they forget what they were going to say. And you wonder if they were even even listening to you. Or perhaps I just described you. I know for a fact that I can do that. And I've done it more than once. And I try to pay attention and not do it. Do you think about how you listen to your child? Do you really think about it? And what are you usually doing when you're listening to your child? Would you consider yourself a great listener, a mediocre listener, or a poor listener when it comes to listening to your child. So let's take a look at active listening. Active listening, according to Wikipedia, is a technique of careful listening and observation of nonverbal cues with feedback in the form of accurate paraphrasing that is used in counseling training, 
and solving disputes or conflicts. It requires the listener to pay attention, understand, respond, and remember what is being said in the context of intonation, timing, and nonverbal cues or body language. Now, what I want to do is highlight some of the main words or main phrases in this definition that Wikipedia gives. First of all, there's careful listening, there's observation of nonverbal cues with feedback in the form of your accurate paraphrasing, and it requires the listener to pay attention, to understand, to respond, to remember what has been said, and to be aware of the intonation, the timing, and the body language of the person you are listening to. And I might add that your body language plays an important role in how you listen to someone else. So needless to say, active listening is going to involve your whole being. Now, let me first say that I am not and cannot sit here and tell you that I was an outstanding listener when our children were little. In fact, I would probably, looking back at it, I would probably give myself a C plus at best. And on my worst days, if I was going to be generous, I'd say a D minus. I had phrases that I would use like, I don't want to hear it, zip it, just don't talk to me. Now, I'm sure some of you all have said the same things. Just think about it. Here you are in the middle of fixing dinner and your child runs in crying because the baby has taken a toy or somebody looked at him the wrong way. Two or three of them march in, maybe even one of them. And all you can think is, Calgon, take me away. And you know, Calgon is not going to be coming anytime soon. So what do you say? Listen, just, just go back in your room. Or I don't want to hear it. Please, please just leave me alone. Zip it. Just don't talk to me. Well, you know what? I said those things and they were not the things to say. But you know what? God knew my heart and he helped me to make up for it in other ways. And I gradually learned the things that I needed to do and what I needed to say. So as I give you these things, please know that it was over time that I learned them. And I just can feel for you as you go through this, but they can be learned and like everything else, practiced. And when you're mindful of them, it can make a big difference. So let's break down Wikipedia's definition of active listening. First, 
the term or phrase careful listening. Now, just how do you go about making sure you're carefully listening to your child? Well, if you're in the middle of something important, you're going to have to let your child know that he or she is going to have to wait a minute until you can give him or her undivided attention. Now, trust me, this is going to take some patience and practice on your part. Once you have the opportunity, you want to look the child directly in the eye. You want to not keep thinking about what you were doing. If you had something on the stove, you might want to make sure you're not talking to your child at that point, especially if it's something that you're going to have to pay close attention to. You want to make sure mentally you're not ready to to argue with your child. And you want to let your child know that you intend to listen to him or her. Observation is the next thing. And that goes with looking at what your child is. How does your child look? Does he have tears in his eyes? Is he hugging himself? Does he look like he's hurt? You want to address those things to let them know. And you want to know what your body is doing. Do you have your arms folded? Are you standing there with your hands on your hip? Are you tapping your feet thinking, okay, let's get this over with? You want to make sure you are observing those things. Let your child know that you have his undivided attention. Then the next word in this definition is feedback. If your child tells you something like, Billy told me he doesn't like me, then you want to say something like, I can understand how that makes you feel bad. And then try to get him to talk about what it makes him feel like. Don't belittle the child and say, oh, be a big boy or be a big girl and suck it up. You want the child to know that you understand how somebody saying that he or she doesn't like you can hurt their feelings. And you can use it as a teaching moment to let them know how perhaps they want to be aware of how it made them feel so that they don't say that later on. You want to nod as they're saying it. You want to give them a hug. You want them to know that you understand. All of those things are going to help you with the two phrases, pay attention, understand, respond. By doing those things, your child will know and recognize that he or she has your undivided attention. You also want to pay attention to the intonation that your child gives. And if they really feel like they're terribly upset or they're just pretending. Because I know there are times when some kids will jokingly come in just to see if they can get your attention. But if you are able to let them know that you can sense the difference, but yet given them the attention, they will see that you are listening to them. 
remember your role in listening to your child is to understand what they're saying. It's not to make judgments. It's not to belittle them. It's not to to make them feel like they are less important. It's for you to give them the feedback that they need so that they feel like you are listening to them. And I'm sure you're aware of how counselors will paraphrase things like, you know, they'll say something like, what I'm hearing you say is, or it sounds like you are upset that Billy took your doll, or, and whatever you do, don't interrupt your child. If he or she is talking and giving you some idea of what they're feeling, then that's great. And sometimes, depending on the age of the child, they may not know what they're feeling. And you may have to say something like, well, I bet you that makes you feel unhappy, doesn't it? And then again, your child may be trying to get your attention because they are just overly excited about something. So saying something like, you know what? That is exciting. I am so happy for you. And when I finish with the dinner, I am going to sit and we're going to talk about what you have accomplished. So basically, there are five key points to actively listening. And one is for you to pay attention to your child, putting yourself in a position so that you can listen to him or her. Then number two, show that you're listening and you're going to show that you're listening by repeating some of the things that he or she has said and by your very nature as you stand or sit in front of the child. Your body language will show that you're listening, that contact, holding your child while he or she is talking to you and then providing some feedback to your child. If they tell you that they feel unhappy about something, talking to them about that. If they are overly excited about something, giving them feedback about that. And then on the fourth thing for active listening is that you do not want to judge your child. You do not want to say, don't be a sissy or come on, grow up. Don't be a baby. You don't want to say things like that. No judgment. And you want to respond appropriately. If your child comes to you crying, you do not want to start laughing. I mean, it may be something that wants you, that makes you want to chuckle, but the baby or the, your child, if he or she has come into contact with something that is making him or her cry, regardless of how it may seem to you, you need to respond appropriately and respond based on what your child is feeling. So in active listening, you are going to listen and show that you're listening. You're going to accept allowing the child to say and, and listening and letting them know that you accept the feelings that he or she is having. And you will show that you care 
by sitting and talking to him or her and not coming across rushed. And once again, I know that can be very difficult, but that's why it's important to let your child know if you can't talk to him or her at that point, to let them know that you will be talking to them about it. And then, of course, you're going to have to follow through and do just that. And needless to say, you'll show your child that you care just by giving them that time. And if you need to give them a hug or sit them on your lap and talk to them, then that's the thing to do. And empathize. Let them know that you understand why he or she would feel that way. Why then is active listening important? Why is it important to listen actively to your child? For one thing, it improves your child's communication skills. Think about it. If he or she sees you listening appropriately and the correct way and responding responding to his or her concerns, then their communication skills will improve. It also lets your child know that you're interested in what he or she has to say and that you're interested in what's happening and what's going on. And once again, I have to tell you, I was had some of the best sayings when it came to being busy and having the kids fuss and fight and running into me and grabbing me and they were saying he did this or she did that. But you know, once again, God knew my heart. He knows your heart and he will guide you and lead you and show you how to make up the difference and show you what you need to do in order to become an active listener. Active listening also invites or encourages your child to say more because they see that you're interested. And in this day and age, whatever you need to do to find out what your child is doing, what your child is learning, who your child is seeing, you need to do that. So you need to actively listen because it encourages your child to say more and to talk more to you about what they are doing because they see that you're interested. You can learn what's going on in your child's life if you learn to actively listen to him or her. And it also helps gain your child's trust. In closing, I want to read a poem by Dr. Dennis Waitley. It's called, Take a Moment. Take a moment to listen today to what your children are trying to say. Listen to them, whatever you do, or they won't be there to listen to you. Listen to their problems. Listen to their needs. Praise their smallest triumphs. Praise their littlest deeds. Tolerate their chatter. Amplify their laughter. Find out what's the matter. Find out what they're after. If we tell our children all the bad in them we see, they'll grow up exactly how we hoped they'd never be. 
But if we tell our children we're so proud to wear their name, they'll grow up believing that they're winners in the game. So tell them that you love them every single night. And though you scold them, make sure you hold them and tell them they're all right. Good night, happy dreams, tomorrow's looking bright. Take a moment to listen today to what your children are trying to say. Listen to them, whatever you do, and they'll be there to listen to you. Parents, active listening is important. Purposeful parenting calls for active listening. Have a great week and remember to parent on purpose. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Purposeful Parenting. For more tips on parenting, or if you would like to reach out, please visit me on HarrietRowe.com and follow me on Facebook, Harriet Rowe. That's Harriet with two T's. I look forward to grabbing a cup of tea or coffee with you next week. Feel free to invite a friend. Until then... This is Harriet Rowe reminding you to parent on purpose.